Thunder of Northeast Philly. This is the John Albatross Show. Your host, John Albatross. What's going on today, guys? This is the John Albatross Show. I'm your host, John Albatross. Today, I am not in the dungeon of Northeast Philly, but I'm in like uh, the servants' quarters of Northeast Philly, we'll say today. <clears throat> and, uh, got some time today. Uh, gonna get this ready for your Friday drive time commute. Because, uh, you know, I feel this is a good alternative instead of listening to shitty sports radio. Shitty politics, or even possibly, uh, you know, your local radio station, your local rock and roll station, or your pop station. So you got to hear some 50 year old guy who's trying, possibly in his mid 50s, late 40s, trying to be hip with the kids today. You know, I'm cool, I'm down, I'm a fucking cool cat, fellas. Not going to name names, but you know who you are. And uh, between that, you get to hear the same uh, 15 songs that you hear every fucking day. So I'm going to try to be that alternative. Well, let's see what we got today that I've been seeing a lot of. <clears throat> Donald Trump. This fucking guy. Now if you voted for him, that's America. Vote for whoever the fuck you want. I don't care. I'm not going to talk about his uh, his politics. But I will talk about this asshole for something that's just really bugging me about him. <clears throat> this week he's making news, he's making headlines, because he posted something on social media where it's... He posted, like, a Time Magazine article, or not article, just the cover of Time Magazine, from a certain date, saying, hey, this was me, talking about how great the apprentice is, because I'm so great, and just the same bullshit that he's been preaching this whole fucking campaign, and it's just terrible. And the cover was, I think it was when it came out, Kate Winslet got nominated for yet another Academy Award. And they were saying, is Kate Winslet basically on the level of uh, Meryl Streep at this point for greatest actress or one of the greatest actresses of all time? And he just, he posted this. And it really just pissed me off. Because now... I've been saying it, it's it's not the fact that he's lying, but he's lying about stuff he does not need to lie about. <clears throat> like this Time Magazine thing. It's like, why are you posting this trying to boost yourself up? Like, it's the same thing with the crowd size. It's like, oh, this was the biggest crowd size. It was more important. Got the crowd size. It's like, asshole, you're the president now. Who cares? You won. Nobody's taking that away from you. You said you were going to win. Blah, blah, blah. You did this. You won. Now you got to start being a president. You got to stop campaigning. But now I got to post Time Magazine. Fake Time Magazine. Fake news. Got to post fake news from a fake, uh, fake news from a real publication. 
because that's a uh, that's what you do when you're Donald Trump. <clears throat> Same thing with his with his crowd size. Oh, it was raining. First off, nobody wanted to do your inauguration. Like that's how bad nobody wanted to go. You got three doors down. Like I don't even know. Where the hell do you even go to find three doors down to play something like that? And one of your biggest supporters for Donald Trump was Ted Nugent. Now, whether you like his politics or not, which a lot of people don't, he's still a kick-ass guitarist. My big thing is, why couldn't you get Ted Nugent to do a kick-ass rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner at your inauguration or something. That would have been cool. I would have actually tuned in to say it. Because he's a good guitarist. I like rock music. I think he's a good guitarist. <clears throat> what else is he? He's just lying about like. And he's catching himself in lies too man. Like, And it's not even like to cover his own ass. It's just to boost his ego. And it's like stuff he doesn't have to lie about. And that's the thing that's pissing me off the most with him. Is why do you keep lying about stuff you don't have to lie about? Like you, he's still on the campaign trail. And it's like you won. Now you gotta make, you gotta get results. Oh yeah, you know, uh, this is going, like he can say, uh, you know, Trump University was touted as one of the greatest universities but anyway uh i'm done with that i i shouldn't even talk about this asshole but you kind of have to just because of the fact we're at the point now with him where if we don't talk about him and just keep him under the microscope he's going to do something and get away with like a huge atrocity and we got to keep him under the microscope at this point that's my final thought on that, and that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to stop talking about Donald Trump. Anyways, there's another big podcaster who I'm not going to name his name. We don't say his name, as they would say in Donnie Brasco, because Nikki was a rat because Sonny Black said he was a rat. This guy posted a thing about uh, schools are, uh, taking away the valedictorian thing because it's making other students feel bad about themselves. And I'm bringing this up because tis the season. These kids are going out. They're becoming adults now. Graduating high school. They're no longer, most of them are no longer minors. And, uh... They do graduation. It's a celebration of their achievement of education and, you know, socializing. Or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But I looked at this thing, this article, and it was complete bullshit. <clears throat> because if you go on YouTube now, you'll see a lot of these valedictorians and what they're saying now. Like, the one that really got to me, and, like, you had last year, or I think it was this year, the kid, they cut his mic, oh, he was actually in Pennsylvania, he's, uh, he's going to Villanova now, he's the valedictorian, basically talking about the student government, and this isn't the one that I'm talking about that really got to me, but 
this kid, he was talking about, oh, I, he was the student council president. Basically, all it was was the student council. It's not uh, teaching us to be leaders like it was before. And it's not, you know, basically we're party planners. Oh, let's plan the, the homecoming dance and the student council, which is basically like our student, like if you're in a city, you have a city councilman. They plan stuff, and it's like, oh, well, I can get a deal on these streamers for the the gym for this dance. It's like they're just planning parties at this point. It's like not teaching them leadership. It's like, eh, how can we uh, do this on a budget? You kids do this, and you kids can feel proud of yourself. Like one of them really friggin' thankless chore fucking things. And the kid called him out for it. They cut off his microphone. And uh, he got a standing ovation because everybody's like, yeah, fuck the school. This is what they made us do, blah, blah, blah. The admin- And then I had another one. It was uh, talking about administrators or just basically having favoritism. And it's if you do, and I can actually kind of relate to this going back to high school, is that <clears throat> if you do stand up and you say something, and it's against, like, what they want, and it's a headache to them, they'll basically friggin' shun you. They'll make you out like you're this... basically like a rebel. And, yeah, he's just... you know, you shouldn't listen to him. He's a bad egg. Look what's gonna happen to him. He's gonna turn out to be a a, a criminal, a junkie, or, or even worse, dead. Do you really want somebody to be a leader like that? Because schools do it all the time. They'll find somebody who's extremely charismatic and can say a few things. And it pisses them off. And they'll make it out. They'll turn you into a pariah. They'll try to expel you. And these people, these kids are saying that now. And that's why, like, these valedictorians, they're getting, like, basically they're getting their mics cut off. They're getting a curtain call. They're getting the the wrap-it-up box, as Dave Chappelle would say, with the music like that. They're just basically getting them off. Hey, get off the stage. You know, you can't be doing this. This is the best years of your life. And it's like, yeah, but I'm just telling the truth what it's like. You know, I ate shit for four years. I worked my ass off to get the highest grade point average in the school. And... I got a few words I'd like to say. You can give me five minutes for putting up with your shit. So that's what they do. And it's just like they're they're spent. They're saving all this fucking bullshit shit that they want to say. And the schools get pissed off about it. And I get it, get it. I know teachers. Sometimes it's a thankless fucking job. Like, <clears throat> I got public school teacher friends. I got one who's a high school teacher. You just see these kids, and it's really tough. It's it's one of them jobs. Like right now, I'm a first responder. I'm an emergency medical technician. It's one of them jobs like that. You gotta want to do it. You gotta want to try to change these kids' lives. And you can't... And the best thing I can understand... Not understand, but the best thing advice I can tell you in a situation like that, whether if you're a cop, teacher emergency medical technician, EMS, any EMS, firefighter, nurse, doctor. And I think most of these people realize it at this point, but you got to go in there 
and you can't you can't change everybody's life. There's going to be people that are unhappy. But if you can get one person and they can appreciate that and you can do this, then you know your job feels like you're fulfilled. You've done your job. Hey, I reached out to this person. I helped out my community. I'm helping out the community. If you feel that way, then that's perfect. Then you should get into the business. Don't get into the business because, oh, I think I can make some money and I can get summers off. Because you're dealing with kids. You don't know what the fuck they're going to do. And I think the kids just nowadays, they're getting fucking tired of it. Like they see the millennials, like these kids that were born in the year... In the year 2000, they're just saying what's a what's ahead for you, and they're getting tired of it. And now they're just like, yeah, fuck this. You know, I put up with this for four years. I'm standing out. I'm going to make a freaking stand, and I'm going to let other people know this. I say, hey, I'm with you. And now, gets me onto the two speeches. Before I get to the one that really kind of touched me. Here's another one that touched me. It was a, a kid. He was making wisecracks about all this stuff. It was, it was funny. Then he took his speech. He ripped it up. And he said, I'm not doing this. He ripped it up and he littered. He threw it on the ground. Everybody gave him a standing O. And he basically said, hey, you know what? This is over. We're basically going off to college. We're going to get jobs. We don't, he wasn't like, we don't, I don't know what everybody's going to do, but now this is the real world. Like we're in this, we're, we got to look out for ourselves. We got to take care of a number one. What are we going to do? Like people are dreamers. Basically the school let him talk, which was cool, but he's like, a lot of dreamers are growing up to be dead men, pretty much, like the term would go. Of dreamers and dead men. So, it's like, so you stop uh, you stop dreaming, you go out, you get a job, you live for a paycheck, not because you like your job. Like, you're doing a job because it's, uh, it's money in my pocket and it's good money, so I'm going to do it. And... Yeah, basically he did that, and it was a really, really, really nice speech, and he's like, I hope everybody can go out there, they can have fun, but at the same time, try to be responsible, think about your responsibilities, you know, it's, try to do what you can, and, yeah, a beautiful, beautiful speech, fucking kid deserves to, kid deserves a medal or something, like, it's really inspiring. It was really inspiring. I'm 30, almost 33 years old. This 17 year old did a, a perfect speech. It was good. He had the charisma to do it. And, uh, brings me on to the one that really got me. It was this kid <clears throat> who said, Hey, I had a, he started out and he's like, I'm the valedictorian because this is why I'm the valedictorian. I had the highest grade point average in school. And when you have the highest grade point average in school, you become valedictorian and he's basically talking 
and he he sounded really awkward. It wasn't like a great public speech. Like he had no charisma in his voice, but every word he said was still like, and I could tell too, like because how the crowd reacted. It was like they looked at this kid and they were like, ah, oh, this fucking nerd. He's coming up here now. I got to hear him, and then I'm going to have to clap for him afterwards as a fucking sign of respect or whatever. Or at least do the Brett Favre fucking Caitlyn Jenner clap, like, that bullshit where he looked like he was fucking wiping his hands because he was fucking sickened by an award show that was created because there's a, a lap in sport. There's no sports on, so ESPN needed something to boost the ratings up because they couldn't put primetime baseball on because it's the day after the All-Star break. For the All-Star game. And it's still in the All-Star break. So people got pissed off. Because Caitlyn Jenner was so goddamn courageous. Fucking who cares. Who gives a shit. But yeah. Anyway this kid he's going on. Hey I had a 4.63 grade point average. And. <clears throat> that's why I'm up here. And I look out there. I see there's probably way more people that are. Wait like boys and girls in this crowd that probably should be up here besides me, but I'm up here because I had a 4.63 grade point average. And the reason I did that is because I studied my ass off. I did no extracurricular activities. And you can tell the kid is doing it. And he was doing it from the heart. He probably didn't want to do it, but he did it anyway. And, yeah, it, it was just, it was really nice. He's saying, the reason I got this 4.63 grade point average is because I basically studied my ass off. I did nothing but ace tests. Like, I, I trained myself to fucking ace test and do good in school and have this. Had nothing to do with me. Like, I'm valedictorian because of that. I'm not valedictorian because of a... I did stuff to boost school spirit. Like, there's people out there that had great grades and did a lot of extracurriculars. And I didn't. I just stayed behind and I, uh... I worked my ass off to get good grades. And like I said, he was saying it very awkwardly. He's like, I really don't deserve this. And it was just, man... One of the most unselfish speeches I've ever heard. And he told why. He's like, this is actually a problem in the future. You know, we're getting out there. We're glorifying these people for like... Essentially what I got out of it is... Our best and brightest. Like sometimes our, breath, our best and brightest aren't good enough. You need people with some more charisma. You need people that are going to do a... More for the community that, like, hey, the school, like, these kids were out there, they got really high grade point averages, but they were with the student council, they were, like, on the football team, they were boosting school spirit up, they were doing this, I wasn't doing any of that, I just got good grades, and I, like I said, that really touched me, hey, kid, it was a really unselfish thing. And I think that's why they're trying to get rid of the valedictorian thing. Not because of the fact that kids are getting upset about it, 
But I think it's more or less the kids are just getting smart to the bullshit with this valedictorian. Hey, you're giving this to me and you want me to be a fucking puppet <clears throat> about, I don't know, you just want me to be a puppet for your bullshit that you're peddling to these kids and they know it's bullshit. I know it's bullshit. There's way too many rebellions in these speeches now. It's like they're giving them speeches. They're ripping the speeches up. They're getting... It's just a... It's just a fucking nuisance anymore with that. It's really not worth them going up there if they're just going to fucking sandbag their fucking valedictorian speech. Or they're going to call you out because it makes the administration, it makes the teachers look bad. Now some places are like, hey, we'll let them do that. But I'm not, I'm pretty sure it's not just because, oh, kids are feeling bad because it makes, because you're awarding the better students. I just think the better students, like, most valedictorians probably don't want to be up there anyway. They're like, hey, I fucking worked my ass off. And a lot of the times, hey, that's what happens they're really smart it's not even that they're really smart or they're learning it's just hey like they Mike Mamul at fucking high school east the combine have a team fucking trade up to get you when you were supposed to be like a third rounder at best now you're a fucking top 10 pick and it's just I, I don't know man I just never with the valedictorian I think it's not like you can vote your valedictorians in but I think if you're going to do it, you should definitely, like this kid said, I didn't deserve to be up here. If you're going to do it, you shouldn't do it just based on grades. Base it on grades, <clears throat> community service, like something something that you can be proud of. Like, hey, this student, he did this, not just because he had good grades. Christ, Ted Kaczynski, the fucking Unabomber, was a genius, probably a valedictorian at his school fucking are they proud of that guy probably not they're probably shunning him whatever fucking school he went to i believe he went to mit as well but i could be wrong so yeah i just i think they're just going to get rid of the valedictorian in most schools because hey the kids are fucking smart now they see that it's bullshit it's like hey this kid's up here, and they're getting standing ovations, basically telling the administration, hey, go fuck yourself, really, man? You're putting me on display. I really didn't want this. Like the kid said, I didn't want this, guys. Like, I'm sorry. And everybody who probably thought that kid was a nerd fucking gave him a pure, like, an ovation that really mattered. And, uh... You know, I respect the kid for it. If I ever seen the, that kid, I would uh, probably shake his hand. Yes, I would shake his hand. I'm not going to lie. Very, uh, it was very mature, very, very good, uh, very good speech. No care, not charismatic, but just like, just came from the heart. <clears throat> All right. That's, uh, that's basically what I wanted to talk about. Uh, still got some time. I kind of want this to be between a half hour and uh, 45 minutes usually. Half hour to 60, 70 minutes. 
So um, I'll tell you about another thing I seen on Monday, and I was kind of hoping for this, was a Ice Cube's Big 3 basketball. Now, if you didn't see this, it's really cool. It, it's not in competition with the NBA. They are using a lot of old NBA players, including white chocolate Jason Williams, who used to be on the Grizzlies or my team in the early 2000s, for them and the Clippers for so many other reasons than just, yes, I liked the Clippers in the early 2000s when they didn't even blow, and then that one year in 2006 where they had a, a playoff run, but yeah, anyway, Jason Williams was there, he, he got hurt, he like blew his knee out, he's out for six to eight months, but yeah, like I said, I think it's really cool, it's not a indirect competition with the NBA, and Ice Cube was talking about it, hey, you know what, it's basketball, I'm just a fan, I like watching it, and I like how we're going to do all this. It's going to be innovative. It's just going to be something that's going to be good to watch. And I, I enjoyed it. It was three-on-three half-court basketball, like street ball, except they put like a, you know, if you remember the NBA Jam reboot where they had like the little spots on the court where you had to shoot, if you shot from, you get extra points. They got the four-point shot. And, yeah, they got a lot of old, uh, they got a lot of star power in there, like Allen Iverson's in there, Brian Scalabrine. Yes, I know it's Scalabrini, but fucking inside joke, I call him Scalabrine. <clears throat> thought it was a uh, thought it was entertaining. Definitely marketed, definitely created and marketed for kids born in the nineteen eighties and grew up in the nineties. Just because it's got like a lot of early 2000 players. Like I seen uh, Ricky Davis was in there. Philadelphia Cardinal Doherty's own. Katino Mobley was in there. You're like, oh my god, I know all these guys. Jermaine O'Neal. It's like they used to be awesome in the NBA. But now they're playing an Ice Cube's Big 3 League. They're playing like old school hip hop. And they're like really into the, like the locations where they're at. Like this one was in Brooklyn. So they were playing a lot of Biggie Smalls. And I just think it was a... I thought it was really, really cool. And uh, you should definitely check it out. It's on Fox Sports 1 if you get that in your area. It's Fox Sports 1 at 8 o'clock on Mondays. It's uh, pre-taped, so it's... It's like the day before... Uh, they air it on Monday nights. Nice little alternative. If you like basketball, it's like they're taking a lot of the layup away. It's like street ball. It's like watching street ball, but with professionals. And already got your first injury with Jason Williams. White chocolate is out. <clears throat> so, uh, there's a. Uh, I don't know what else has been going on. There's not much going on this week, man. Like I'm uh, going to be working all weekend. I got to work three twelves in a row. And July fourth, I have off. I'm gonna try to get you another show, hopefully with a guest. 
before I leave for Montreal on the 6th of July. And definitely going to be doing a show when I'm in Montreal. There's definitely going to be a transcontinental, like I was saying before, definitely going to be a Johnny Albatross transcontinental special. And, uh... Yeah, we're going to do that. Like I said before I go, we're going to try to have a guest. This, uh, add some people. Like, I'm using this pod bean now. It's pretty good. actually got somebody to follow me. And, uh, hopefully I'm going to get a lot more listeners. And I'm going to do a running gag now on the show, since the last show. I'm going to try to do this as a running gag. Over the I just want to know where the hell they got this music from. I know it's just like, uh, that's what you're, you're going to see, Over the Horizon. It should be On the Horizon, but we'll say Over the Horizon because of this fucking stock music. Hold on. Before I go to Montreal, which should be our next show, I should, should have a guest. Anyway, over the horizon, I should uh, have at least one more show before I go to Montreal, and then we will be doing the John Albatross Transcontinental Special, going across uh, international borders. Finally got my passport after been threatening to get it for years. My picture, I look like some fucking indie rock star. But yeah, we're going to be doing a show in Montreal. Posting it there. Probably on that weekend, so maybe on like the 8th. And uh, yeah, that's what we got for you. That's what you should be expecting. Over the that fucking stock music. Like the, I'm going to probably make that a fucking running gag in the show. You know, I definitely, probably, more than likely, 100% infringed on some copyrights with my intro there. But I don't give a fuck. I needed a nice intro, and uh, it wasn't long. It rocked out, and uh, yeah, fuck it. Nah, fuck it. It, uh, I I did it. You know? Fuck them. But anyway, this is Johnny Albatross, episode 3, signing out. Just, uh, yeah, be on the lookout. We got at least two more shows coming up next week. I know there's going to, I'm hoping there's going to be one. I should make it available for your drive time commute on the 6th of July. And I'll be putting one up on that weekend. So probably around like uh, the 8th or the 9th. Possibly the 9th. Hopefully the 8th. And uh, that'll be the John Albatross Episode 4 Transcontinental Special. And uh, hopefully I'll have a guest on there too. 
This is Johnny Albatross signing out. Peace.